Good morning and welcome to Revitalise 2020. I am your sister, I am your friend, I am your daily devotional companion, I am your host, I am your next step coach, Lulu Lincoln. Revitalise 2020 is daily encouragement for modern Christian women. I believe that Jesus is Lord, I believe that he died and rose again, I believe in salvation as the only way to the Father and that's salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that the Holy Spirit is Lord. I believe in the power of tongues and the speaking of tongues. I believe in healing and miracles and I believe that Jesus died and rose again and that he is the only way to heaven. Now, if you are not already born again, I'm going to lead you through the prayer of salvation. I will say a line or a phrase and then you repeat after me. Father, you love the world so much that you gave your only begotten son to die for our sins so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Your word says we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you. There is nothing we can do to earn salvation. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your son, the saviour of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins, paying the price for them. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins and I ask you to forgive me. By faith I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Saviour. I believe that I am saved and will spend eternity with you. Thank you, Father. I am so grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer with me, you are born again and you are saved. Welcome to the family, my darling. I'd strongly encourage you to join your local church, become part of their ministry, join in with the service by um, becoming a part of the worship team or Sunday school, welcoming people at the door, serving teas and coffees if they have a homeless ministry, um, whatever it is the church is doing to remind people of God's love in the community, I'd strongly encourage you to become a part of it. A Bible-believing church, a Holy Spirit-filled church, meet with other believers at least once a week, go to a Bible study, pray every day, read your Bible every day. Of course, you've got Revitalize 2020 here to help you, but that isn't enough. You need to make sure that you are part of the church because you are now a fully fledged member of the body of Christ. Now, if you are based in London, um, you're very welcome to join my family and I at our home based church, which is Maranatha Ministries. We welcome everybody and we meet on a Tuesday night at 7.30, a Friday night at 7.30. And then on a Sunday at 10.30, 
the church is based in Clapham Common. Here's the postcode SW40DE. Okay, so let's make a start. So today we are going to be looking at trust. Now we have looked at wisdom, worship, um, walking in love and walking in victory. And today we are going to be looking at trust. Now trust um, (laughs) may mean lots of things to you, but I tell you what trust means with the Lord He is 100% reliable and he will never let you down. So let's pray and then we will begin. Father, thank you for waking us up today. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the privilege of being called yours. Holy Spirit, would you fill my mouth and allow me to say only the things that you desire me to say and to help somebody to draw closer to you, to bring more people into your presence, to bring more people into your kingdom, and help us, Father, to understand your word, that we may walk in your ways. I love you, Lord, and there's nobody like you. Strengthen me and give me grace and humility to do the right thing. We bless your name and we lavish our love on you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so I will give you the scripture references first, and then we'll go through the Bible together. The first scripture is Second Samuel chapter 22, verse 31 to 33. Psalm 2, verse 12. Psalm 18, verse 2 to 3. Psalm 20, verse 7. Psalm 31, Verses 14 and 15, Psalm 56, verse 3 and 4, Psalm 62, verse 8, Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 8, Proverbs 29, verse 25, Isaiah 30, verse 15, Nahum chapter 1, verse 7, 1 Timothy 4, verse 10, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 13. Okay, so let's go to Second Samuel, um, chapter twenty-two, verse thirty-one to thirty-three. As for God, His way is perfect; the word of the Lord is tried. He is a shield to all those who trust and take refuge in Him. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? God is my strong fortress. He guides the blameless and in his in he guides the blameless in his way, I beg your pardon, and sets him free. So, um some of this is quite clear, some of it may not be clear, but God's way is perfect. That means his in his intentions, his outcomes and his plans and his guidance is perfect. The word of the Lord is is tried. It means the word of the Lord works. God is so wonderful that he'd never ask us to do something that he didn't think we could do. He'd never encourage us to do something that did not work, but he wants us to trust him. So that's our theme for today, trust. Um, he is a, a shield. So the Lord is a shield of protection 
that's what that does. A shield protects you from danger, from the arrows of the enemy, from the way of harm. <clears throat> to all those who trust and take refuge in him. Um, let me tell you something about a shield. So the shields in the time of David were, were, were heavy duty iron or brass. Okay, a heavy type of metal. So in order for you to use the shield, you'd have to be able to carry it and lift it up. So trust requires our cooperation, okay? Trust is an active verb. We're doing something, okay? It's not passive, like looking. <laughs> You're just looking at something or um, spectating. Trust requires you to do something. So as you... As you... Uh, hmm as you rely on the lord he becomes that heavy duty armor that shield to protect you from all harm but he requires our input and our participation and when i say input not our permission but god also gives us free will and we have to choose and decide to trust him and take refuge in him so seek him seek him for protection and in, in order to rely on somebody to protect you, you do have to trust them. You have to trust that they'll be there. You you have to trust that they'll do what they said that they will do. And um, the Lord does not lie. And if you put your trust in him today, he will not forsake you. He will not forsake you. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? A rock is, is an unmovable and unshakable thing that's fixed in one place. And we change... But the Lord our God does not change. 33, verse 33, God is my strong fortress. That is, um, if you imagine a, a king or a queen living in a castle, it is surrounded by um, by soldiers in some points in history, surrounded by strong men, surrounded by stone, and the enemies could not get in. So if you imagine yourself in the Lord, you are now a believer, you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you're walking in the ways of the Lord, you can rely on him to protect you, to surround you, to be a fortress to you, to be a shield to you. And he will guide the blameless in his way and set him free. Now, blameless doesn't mean you never make mistakes. Blameless means, beloved, that you are now accepted in Christ through salvation and God considers you blameless so he wipes all your sins away because of the cross and allows you to start again so in fact Jesus is blameless and because we accept Jesus we have inherited the right to be blameless now we do make mistakes but when you're blameless you just repent you don't continue to live in your mistake or in your sin because we all make mistakes. My goodness, I've made some mistakes. But I'm relying on God to be my shield and to guide me and to set me free. Amen. Let's go to Psalm, Psalm 2. <clears throat> Psalm 2, verse 12. Kiss the son, pay homage to him in purity homage <laughs> lest he be angry and you perish in the way for soon shall his wrath be kindled O oh, blessed happy and fortunate and to be envied 
are all those who seek refuge and put their trust in him. Mm. Yeah. So, worship is compared to kissing God. <laughs> now, I say that lightly because um, I told you I'm not a theologian. And for reference sake, I'm using the Everyday Life Bible, the Amplified Version, featuring notes and commentary by Joyce Meyer, published by Faith Words. I'm um I'm a worshipper, I'm a believer, I'm born again, I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. But in some of the teaching I've received over the years I've been a Christian, I remember one of my pastors that I had at, when I was a teenager saying that worship is like giving God a kiss and showing him that you love him. So here where it says kiss the son, the son is the Lord Jesus Christ. And kissing him and giving him his, his honour you know, in purity, in real sincerity, is a way of worshipping him. And it says here, lest he be angry and you perish in the way. Now, the Bible says that if you do not, if you do not have everlasting life through salvation in Jesus Christ, you will indeed perish, which is why it explicitly says that he doesn't want people to perish and he wants them to have everlasting life. So the opposite then is that you will perish if you do not have everlasting life. Can you see that? So worshipping the Son and worshipping um, the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ and loving God and walking in the way of the Word and the way of salvation will stop you from perishing because there will be a day that the judgment of God and the wrath of God will be upon this earth. But beloved, because you were in Christ, you will be considered blameless. That is the beauty of salvation. You will be considered blameless because you are in Christ. And anybody who seeks refuge, there's that phrase again, seeking refuge or protection or asylum. Um, Happy are those who seek refuge and put their trust in him. As you put your trust in God, he will not let you down. And the word trust means that even if, (laughs) now hear me, even if you don't know where the Lord is leading you, you will still go. I didn't know um, 19 years ago that I would experience some of the things that I experienced. I didn't know that as a child, some of the things that I experienced, I would experience. Um, But the Lord has never failed me. And I don't think I trust God enough yet, but I definitely am on a journey and I do believe I'm growing in trust um, for the Lord each day. And the more of himself that he reveals to me, the easier it is for me to trust him. And this is um, the incredible thing about trust. The more you trust the Lord, the more he proves himself trustworthy. But you have to do it in faith. You trust him, he reveals himself. You trust him more. He continues to reveal himself because he already died on the cross. And now if you believe that and you walk in that salvation and that healing and that that miracle, that healing. um, Ah, I keep saying healing. It is healing because when salvation comes to you, you are completely healed and completely renewed. And if you truly believe that with all of your heart, then it means you've trusted in the Lord Jesus that what he did for you is 100 percent enough for all time. 
Hallelujah. Psalm 18, verse 2 and 3. I love you fervently and devotedly, O Lord, my strength. That was verse 1, actually. This is verse 2. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my keen and firm strength in whom I will trust and take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is to be praised and so shall I be saved from my enemies. Yes, this is the word of the Lord. So these are the words I was using before, strong tower, um, high tower, the horn of my salvation. It's a declaration that you are indeed saved. My keen and firm strength, my shield. This is David declaring to the Lord all the things that he is because God had delivered him from the hand of all his enemies. I want you to make a declaration today, baby, that you are free and you have been delivered from all of your enemies. Say it with me. I am free and I have been delivered from the hand of all of my enemies in the name of Jesus. Amen. So that means the enemies of your marriage, the enemies of your home, of your education, the enemies of your children, the enemies of your finance, the enemies of your education, the enemies of your professional development. The enemies of your of your of your faith, you have been delivered from all those things because the Lord says here that when we call on him, when we praise him, so shall we be delivered from his enemies. We have all the benefits that David had. We can call upon the Lord, we can praise the name of the living God, and then we shall be saved from our enemies. Isn't that wonderful? This is why I love the word of God. Because you read and you realise how many promises and what an inheritance and a legacy of faith that the Lord has left for you to enjoy in this life and in the next. Amen. Psalm 20 verse 7. Some trust in and boast of chariots and some of horses, but we will trust in and boast of the name of the Lord our God. Yes, so David was a man of war and he was always victorious because he loved the Lord and he he was a skilled warrior. Let's let's not be under any confusion. David was a skilled warrior and he knew the battleground like the back of his hand. In fact, he was so relaxed that one year he didn't even go to war because he didn't want to. He was tired. And maybe feeling discouraged. But David was a skilled warrior. However, no matter how highly skilled you are, the Bible says some boast and trust in chariots and horses. But we will boast and trust in the Lord, in the name of the Lord. So you may be incredibly wealthy and feel, okay, well, you know, I don't really need to ask for money because I have what I need. Maybe you're already married and you don't need to ask for a spouse. Maybe you have all the children that you want. And you don't need to ask the Lord for more children. Maybe you feel like you're not really in need. Well, that's okay. That's wonderful. Praise the Lord if you have everything you need today. But God is asking us not to trust in those things and not to boast about those things, but to trust and boast in his name. My only privilege and claim to fame is the Lord Jesus Christ. 
He is everything that I have. And I tell people regularly, I do not mind if you don't like me. I don't mind. But I do mind if I don't do what God tells me to do. And my responsibility is to preach the gospel and to tell you the truth and share God's love with you. And if people decide that that's not what they want, that's absolutely their choice. But my responsibility is to share it with you. And the Bible is saying, boast in the name of the Lord. Because that's reliable, because horses die, chariots can break down, (laughs) the wheels can fall off, you know, metal can rust. But the Lord's love and mercy endures for all generations. There's no expiration date in the Lord, in his love, in his timing, in his protection. And when you trust him, he will never, ever fail you. He will never fail you. Psalm 31, verse 14 and 15. But I, that's you and that's me, trusted in, relied on and was confident in you, O Lord. I said, you are my God. My times are in your hands. Deliver me, deliver me from the hands of my foes and those who pursue me and persecute me. Yes. So as we trust and rely and become confident in the Lord that he will do what he said he will do. Now, this is hard because this is where faith comes in. I think faith and trust are sisters. <laughs> and I say this because um, there is no trust without faith. And for you to be confident in the Lord, you have to have faith that he will do what he said he would do, even if you cannot see it yet. And that's hard. That requires all your strength and all the grace you have available to believe in something that you cannot see. But that's what faith is. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for and the substance of things unseen. My times are in your hands, O Lord. Deliver me from the hands of my foes and of those who pursue me and persecute me. There are people out there seeking your harm. Don't be under any false impression about that. But the Lord will deliver you, girl, and he will not fail you, and he will surround you. He will surround you as long as you trust in him and you walk in his ways. Walk in his ways and stay close to him so that you can hear from him daily for instructions on how, how to live your life. Psalm 56, verse 3 and 4. What time I am afraid... I will have confidence in you and put my trust and reliance in you. By the help of God, I will praise his word. On God I lean, rely and confidently put my trust. I will not fear. What can man, who is flesh, do to me? Hmm. So baby girl, whenever you're afraid... Have confidence in and put your trust and reliance in the Lord. By the help of God, you can praise his word. You can lean on God, rely and confidently put your trust. Say it with me. I will not fear. What can man, that's mankind, man or woman, 
or spiders, <laughs> who is flesh do to me. Nobody can harm you. You belong to the Most High God. And I, I challenge you, I challenge you to take God up on his word and make that declaration. What can man do to me? What can man do to me? Well, Psalm, final one in Psalm, Psalm 62, verse 8. Trust in, lean on, rely on and have confidence in him at all times. You people, pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us, a fortress and a high tower. Sailor, which means pause and calmly think of that. Pour out your hearts before him. He is a refuge for us, a safe place. A refuge is a safe place, a fortress and a high tower. Have confidence. I love that. Have confidence in him at all times. Now, this is something that um, I, I'm observing and learning. You can have confidence in God today and then tomorrow be fearful. It does happen. It happens, we're human beings, we're, you know, we're women and um, we're sensitive, highly susceptible to, to pain and, and trauma. I'm not saying that men aren't, but women, we deal with trauma in a very, different, very, very different way. Not better or worse, just different. And I'm encouraging you, as the Bible is encouraging you, to keep your confidence in the Lord at all times and any time you feel afraid. Any time you feel worry or concern, cast your cares onto the Lord. Tell him how you feel. The Bible says, um, instead of worrying, pray, make your request known to God and the, the, the Lord will garrison your heart with a peace which surpasses all understanding. He will. He certainly will. Tell him what you think. Tell him what's bothering you. If you're up at night I suffered with insomnia for more than 10 years and I didn't know that's what it was, but I just couldn't sleep. And um, the Lord really, really comforted me at night and would speak to me and would encourage me. And now, I mean, apart from maybe waking up to um, get water or, you know, pops to the loo, I hardly, I hardly wake up during the night. So my encouragement to you is if you have problems sleeping at night, May the Lord be with you because he gives his beloved rest and sleep. And I'd strongly encourage you to pray about your your needs. And if sleep is something that you need, especially the new mummies out there, breastfeeding mums <laughs> that are up on the night shift feeding, may God may God restore your your strength because you're doing a wonderful thing by um you gave life, you know, you, you gave birth. It's such a gift. And I'm so pleased for you. And sometimes when you are tired, it's so hard to see <laughs> how good God is because you're worn out. But let me tell you something. Your baby loves you. Um, your family love you. And just keep doing what you're doing. And your worship is um, is pleasing to God. So continue to be available to the Lord. And he will give you strength um, to nurse, to be available, to be a mum, to do whatever you have to do, okay? 
All right. Isaiah 30 verse 15. Isaiah 30 verse 15. Actually, I think I've missed one. It's Proverbs. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 8. So I'm going through my Bible with you. (laughs) Proverbs 3. Where are we? Here we go. Verses 5 to 8. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. Do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moisten your bones. Hallelujah. So this is just a really, really explicit way of saying don't rely on your own understanding, your intellect, your status or your wealth, but rely instead on the Lord with all of your being, your heart, your mind. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct and make straight your paths. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Okay. Turning away from evil is health to your bones. Now, let me tell you something about sin. Now, I know a lot about sin because I can't imagine anybody that has sinned more than me. I'm an expert now. Um, Sin ruins your life. Sin um, can cause an emotional cancer. It leads to depression. It leads to um, insomnia. A lot of my nights up, um, I was wrestling with guilt and with with trauma and with poor health. Sin um, destroys families. It um, takes fathers away from their children. It leads people into um, poverty. Um, And sin steals the joy from your life. Now, I'm saying this because um, living on the side of redemption, living on the side of redemption, where I know that God has cleansed me from all of my sins, um, I do still remember a lot of the things that I've done. And the grace that God gives me to deal with that is that, you know, I don't have to keep begging for forgiveness. I just need to repent once. Um, Jesus died on the cross once. And that wipes away all my sins. But I now have to make a conscious effort to turn entirely away from evil so that I can have health in my in my nerves, in my marrow and my 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 body will be healthy. So turning away from evil is actually for your welfare and would just make you feel better because you will have peace of mind and you won't have to watch your back all the time. And give different stories to different people because there's too much to cover up. I've been there and it's too hard. It's too hard. Live in freedom and in peace and may the Lord himself give you freedom from all of your sin through salvation in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Proverbs 25, verse... Why did I say verse 25? Proverbs 29, verse 25. I beg your pardon. Proverbs 29, verse 25. 
The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever leans on, trusts in, and puts his confidence in the Lord is safe and set on high. That's right. So when you are in sin or when you have fear, you always feel like a slave. You can't go out. You won't be able to travel. You'll have fear of traveling because you don't know who you'll meet. You put that fear in your children, into your family. And if you lean on and trust in the Lord and put your confidence in him, you will be safe. You'll be safe and set on high, which means that you're so far above these situations. They have no negative impact on you. Of course, there'll still be bills to pay. Of course, we'll still have the school run to do, lots of us. Of course, we'll still have to go to work every day. But the Lord has promised our safety. Our safety. Psalm. I need to have a cup of tea. That's what I need. (laughs) Isaiah 30, verse 15. For thus said the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning to me and resting in me, you shall be saved in quietness and in trusting confidence shall be your strength. But you would not. Oh, the book of Isaiah makes me so sad sometimes because there's things that the Lord revealed to Isaiah and it just shows how much God loves us. He just wants us to be his people. You know, there's a common phrase in the Bible that they would be my people and that I would be their God. It just makes me love God so much because he wants us so much. He doesn't need us. God could exist alone, but he chose humanity to be his friends and to be his people. Why not? Why not? So when we return and rest in him, in quietness and in trusting confidence, we will have strength. But because we have not... Because we did not. That's why we're losing sleep. That's why we're unable to eat, unable to socialise, unable to be free. Trust in the Lord gives us great, great, great confidence, um, peace and strength. I've tried to do so many things in my own strength and it has never, ever worked. And I have to come back to the Lord and say, Father... Forgive me, strengthen me and help me to put my confidence in you and not in myself or in human beings. Nahum chapter 1 verse 7. The Lord is good, a strength and stronghold in a day of trouble. He knows, recognises and has knowledge of and understands those who take refuge and trust in him. The Lord knows everything about you and because he knows everything about you, when he's asking you to trust him, it's because he knows what to do. It's even more, even more um, intense than having a personal trainer. Because remember, some of your personal trainers don't know you before you meet them. They get to know you. They build a program for you, for your diet, best exercises for you. But a, um, but the Lord He knew you before he called you. So when he's given you guidance, what he's really saying is, I know this will work because I know you and I love you, but I also know how this will turn out. So I trust in the Lord for the guidance, for the process, 
and for the outcomes. Hallelujah. Let's head over to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 10. Now, with a view to this, we toil and strive, yes, suffer reproach, because we fixed our hope on the living God, who is the saviour, preserver, maintainer, deliverer, hallelujah, of all men, especially of those who believe, trust in, rely on and adhere to him. Yes. So prior to this, it says here physical training is useful, but spiritual training is even more useful because it holds promise for the present life and for the life which is to come. This is a worthy, reliable, acceptable saying to everybody. And then it says, with a view of this, that spiritual training is more effective than physical training, even though physical training is also effective, we suffer reproach and we toil and we labour because we've put our hope in God. But he is the deliverer of all men, especially of those who trust in him. So God can save anybody. But because we believe and trust in him and rely on him, he is by default and compelled to deliver us because we are the ones who love him. In the same way, if you have an issue and you go to your local MP, of course, the party that you belong to is not going to impact their support. But there is more favour for people who are affiliated with a certain party because you are a member, they have your best interest at heart and they know what you need. Does that make sense? Now, I'm not involved in politics in any kind of way, but what from what I do understand is if you are affiliated with a party, they are responsible for your concerns within your constituent. Does that make sense? So when I speak to councillors or when I speak to my MP, I'm not going to be discriminated against because I'm, you know, part of a different party. But it is easier for me if I'm a member of the party that my MP is a member of parliament for. In the same way, a teacher may be able to help any student that they see on the main road But of course, if they see a child in the uniform of their school, they work for that school. And they have a responsibility to make sure the child in that school's uniform is safe. And the point of my two references is that people that believe in the Lord, God is obligated, because we've been paid for by the blood of Christ, to deliver us. It doesn't mean he can't deliver on believers because the rain falls on the just and the unjust. The sun shines on the righteous and the unrighteous. But we, beloved, the righteousness of God in Christ are so tied to God. We're fully connected to him that he will deliver us because we believe in him. Does that make sense? So your affiliation with the Lord Your representation of the Lord, being ambassador for the Lord, walking in his ways means that when you're in trouble, the Lord has to deliver you because you are his. Let's keep going.
This is our last scripture for today. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 13. He and again he says, my trust and assured reliance and confident hope shall be fixed in him. And yet again, here I am. I and the children who God has given me. Yeah. My trust and assured reliance and confident hope shall be fixed in him. And yet again, here I am. I and the children whom God has given me. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. We can come to the Lord 100 times a day, once a day, however many times. <laughs> here I am again. It says... However many times you need to come to the Lord to rely on him and trust in him, do it. In the same way that when you're thirsty, you drink water, or when you're hungry, you eat, draw near to the Lord. Every time. In fact, that's probably not a good, even a good example, because sometimes we eat even when we're not hungry. Thinking about brushing your teeth or having a bath. Some of us brush twice, twice a day. Some of us shower twice a day without fail. It's just become a part of our routine. And I'd encourage you to make trust in the Lord a part of your routine. Rely on him. He will never fail you. He will never fail you. Let's pray. Father, Holy Spirit, help us to trust you. Trust in and rely on the Lord with all you have. Be thou exalted, O God, in high places, that we may see your glory and rely fully on you. Father, would you help us to rely on you? There are people listening, there are women listening who hate the word trust because their trust has been broken time and time again. And I plead with you, my sister, to forgive everybody that has hurt you. Don't put your trust in them. Put your trust in the Lord because he will not fail you and he will not let you down. He will not fail you. And he will not let you down. He will not fail you and he will not let you down. He will not fail you. 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 He will never let you down. 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 And I sing over you because the Lord sings over you. The Lord loves you and he wants you near. He wants you to trust in him. And my heart is heavy because I know the price we pay to trust. And when it's broken, it's so hard for it to be built up. 
And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to heal every heavy heart today. Release everybody who has found it hard to trust you because of their past experiences of shame, betrayal, women who've suffered abuse or trauma or violent attacks or domestic violence or um, childhood sexual abuse or exploitation. People who've had their parents or their spouses walk out on them, whose children have betrayed them who have been hurt at work. Trust is a sensitive thing and I'm asking you to set those women free. Shackles are being broken now. Be broken now in the name of Jesus that you will walk free and you will be confident in the Lord and you can rest again and you can sleep again. Be thou victorious, my sister, in the name of the living God. You are free. You're free. You are free because of the salvation of the living God. And as the Holy Spirit dwells in you, oppression cannot coexist with the Holy Spirit because he is one and he is Lord. And I now, by the authority given to me in the name of Jesus Christ, cast out all demons and spirits of oppression spirits of depression, spirit of sexual perversion, I cast it out now in the name of Jesus. The spirit of fear, I cast it out now. The spirit of lust, I cast it out now. The spirit of hatred and bitterness and malice and unforgiveness, I uproot it now in the name of Jesus. The Lord God rebuke you, Satan, that you will never return to this woman's home, to her family home, to her generation, to her marriage, to her children. Father God, that she will not perish, Father God, but she would live in forgiveness and freedom and hold no man captive, but be completely free from all bondage, from all snares, from all heaviness. Hallelujah. You are free. You are free. You are free in the name of Jesus. Go and preach that gospel. Tell a friend to tell a friend that Jesus Christ is Lord. He still saves. Go and pray and confirm the word of God in your heart through the Holy Spirit. Read your Bible. Worship the living God. I've created a playlist on Spotify. It's called Revitalize 2020. There are songs on there to get you through the night or get you through hard days. Just press play. (laughs) Press play. And if you don't have the words to pray today, just open your mouth and the Holy Spirit will fill you will protect you, will guard you, will encourage you. I am your sister. I am your friend. I am your daily devotional companion. I am your host. I'm your next step coach, Lulu Lincoln. This was Revitalize 2020. Looking at trust. Sponsored by teachingmoms.com. I love you all so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.